Cuphead and all hope listeners, you're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Omeg Grognard here. It's a Sunday, and I think, no, everybody's, everybody's probably still asleep. I hope you're going to have a good day. I know I'm going to. Got a game Monday. That always sets my week up great. Taking Gage. Oh, and my grandson Gage is going to be 15 on Monday, so it's kind of a birthday game, I guess. 15 and a gamer. Wow. What a glorious time to, to be. He has a lot to, a lot to experience. Anyway, what we were going to talk about today is how fast can you come up with a scenario? From scratch, I mean. You know, that's something to think about, and that's a skill to hone, too. I've talked about being prepped for things before, when you have the luxury of time, of course. And, you know, there's always going to be that occasion, either at home or at a convention or somewhere else, where they'll go, or rather your friends will say, Hey, can you run us something? Or, like I had my grandkids, I had my granddaughter come up to me and say, can you play, Are we going to play any more D&D? Because she played on the trip, and she kind of likes it. And I said, oh, we'll see. And I kind of didn't really blow her off. I just didn't. We, we got too involved in stuff and other things. So, But, you know, you should be prepared. If somebody comes up, if you're a GM of any kind of renown, or even not renown, and say, it's, oh, let's, let's, let's run. Can you run us some? How fast can you come up with a scenario? I'm saying if you don't have your stuff at hand, what I mean by stuff is like if you don't have a prepaid, prepaid, a, a pre-written module or something like that or your notebook or something, and you say you have a sheet of graph paper and maybe a few notes somewhere, that's it. And of course, you have the rule books. Now, the rule books can take you a long ways. If you're really pressed, I always like to have my rule cyclopedia with me. Because if I am really pressed up against the wall, I will drag that out and come with some, up with something. But how fast can you do it? I ask for an hour. I think an hour would be plenty time to come up with a night's entertainment a scenario. And I just sit down with the rule book and my pad and my pencil and pen and just start outlining stuff. Now, I can... I've talked about other techniques in other shows. I've seen other techniques in other books and other videos. So even on podcasts. So I really don't want to rehash what I've talked about. But things like, oh, I don't know, names, places, things like that. Something you came up, pre-came up with. Even then, you can... If I can take stuff off the top of my head, I'm good. And also, if I have at least my phone with me, I can look stuff up. I'd rather have my tablet or access to a computer, but that doesn't always happen. Internet, Internet makes it really easy these days. Find a map, find a scenario, find anything that'll help you name. I keep going back to names, but that's the easiest thing to pick. Names are, if you can find online, your games and they have pre-written NPCs or even better, a website where you can make NPCs and just write them down and do it. Boom. I know people who 15 minutes and they're ready. 
because they've already, they've done this so many times, they know the drill. When I play with Frank Menser, he asked for two things from everybody at the table, what they want to see in a game. And he said, okay, give me 15 minutes. 15 minutes, came back, he started the game. And he worked in practically everything that we named, at least one of the things that we named. And afterwards, he says, this would be a good thing for you. He pointed to me. He said, this is the, I think you could do this because you're good at this kind of stuff. So I was, I'm kind of, I'm still thinking about that one. <laughs> that was like three years ago. So it's, it's advantageous that you can come up with something fast. Like I said, I asked for an hour. And the only way you're going to do it is get better at it is to keep, keep GMing. Keep GMing because you'll build up stuff that you can use. And if you don't have it on hand, you can probably get it off the top of your head or something close like it. And like I said, the rule books, if you, ha if you're, if you run money and you got the money rule books, you're home free pretty much because in the DMG, you've got all sorts of dungeon dressing stuff. You've got a dungeon creator in there. You've got all encounters, you name it. That is like a Swiss Army knife of a rule book. So 1E is great for impromptu games, I think. Some people may not think that way, but I think that way. I think the earlier edition, the better. I go rule cyclopedia. Some people may go BX. Some people may go the original three books. Some people might go 2E or further. I think the more, the, the later editions... The later the additions get, the harder it is to do that. Some people play Pathfinder. Now, Pathfinder, I knock Pathfinder a lot because I don't like Pathfinder because it reminds me too, too much of third edition. It, it's, it's just paperwork to play the game. But they do have one book that I really would like to have, and I do have it on PDF. It's called The Game Mastery Guide because half that book is nothing but tables of stuff. And I've taken the PDF and I've copied off most of the tables that are pertinent to me. And I put it in my referee's reference book and keep it in there. But I would rather have the book in hand. That's the only Pathfinder book I'd e I ever wanted was the Game Mastery Guide because it is so, it's gold. It really is. It's like having the toolbox books or the Atomic Venture Design. Almost. I mean, th this is kind of in a pinch thing. So, I th like I said, an hour, I think in an hour, I can get a four, six hour, four to six hour game out of an hour. If I just sit there and concentrate. I'd also, here's something else you do. When you ask for an hour, they want to do stuff, do it in front of them. And what I mean by that is, okay, set up the DM screen and just start writing and stuff, but keep one ear cocked to what they're talking about if you can. Because sometimes they will say something and they don't think you're listening. Yeah, they may say something where you go, ah, and I'll just put it down here and I'll put it down there and all of a sudden I have help. They helped me and didn't even know it. So it's good to have them around when you're doing it, don't go off in some corner and say, okay, here, let, let me grab the rule book. I'm going to go. No, don't do that. No, sit there and just go, <laughs> and try not to get, me, I have a hard time getting distracted. So I try to keep it to a, a minimum of listening to them. I just sort of have them on as like buzz in the background. 
but I can pick up one or two things. The trouble is you want to, you know, want to join in the conversation. And if you're prepping, you have no time for that. But at the same time, listen to your players. Listen to, hey, can you play, hey, can you write us up a game? And then they start talking about some other thing that happened in some other game or something they want to try sometime. And it's like, okay, I'm getting some ideas here. That with your rule book and dice. I told you how to make a quick dungeon. If you got the one ebook, you can do it that way. Although I think that's a little, it takes a little more time. But there's also the five room dungeon thing. Five room dungeon. I told you I take a piece of graph paper, take some D4s, throw them down there. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, those are the rooms. I circle the rooms. I put a line between them, and then I put that. Take that piece of paper, and I lay out the rooms, and I write what's in the room right on those circles. What room it is? What's in it? What's trick or trap? Treasure, whatever. And then I take it over to the graph paper and sketch it out. Or I could just take those circles and lines and just sort of ad lib it onto the battle mat or whatever I'm using. I learned that a trick, I can't remember if it was Sly Flourish or somebody else, but they said when you're laying out a room or an area or something like that and you don't really have it in your you know what's in the room, but you don't really have it in your head what it looks like, start talking about it. What you do is you take the pen and you say, okay, we're going to put this room here, that's in there, that's in there, and they'll just follow along with you. They have no idea. You don't, you never got an idea of what it was. So you just sort of do it as you go along and you talk about it and there it is. And then they start playing. Great idea. Anyway, those are some of the ideas of doing this, getting a scenario up on its feet quick. I may talk about character, quick character creation, but there really isn't much point depending on the, but I'll talk about it in a later show anyway. So that's my ideas. And if you've got any ideas of your own, give me a call at Anchor or you can give me a, send me an email. Send me an email at oldmangrognar.gmail.com. Voicemail me on Anchor. We are monetized now. So as little as 99 cents a month, you can, Help us out with the show, blah, 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 blah. And and for listeners like you, thank you. So I hope you folks have a great day. And until I see you next time, keep the dice warm. And I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.